All right, we are accepting calls this hour from time travelers only. If you have traveled in time or you are presently a traveler to this time, then we want to hear from you. Otherwise, the phone lines are closed, but for that group, they are certainly open. Uh, with that in mind, uh, top of the morning to you on the wild card line. You are on the air. Hello. Hello. Recording in progress. What's going on, everybody? It is the Infinite Fringe right here on Apple Podcasts and anywhere you find the finest of all podcasts, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Billy the Kid, what's going on? Riding into your living room, into your ear holes. Hope everybody's doing well. You know how I appreciate it. Live from the Bronx, New York City. Check it out. So I have a, a, a good friend of mine, friend of the show. The guy is busy as hell everywhere I've been. He's been there five times. It's like the Roadrunner and, and Wally e. Coyote. I'm always chasing him and I never catch him. You know, but, uh, but he's here today, ladies and gents. He made it through the murky waters of uh, all the way to the Infinite Fringe, ladies and gents. And, uh, of course, the hardest working man in the alternative media, ladies and gents, Mr. Charlie Robinson is here. What is going on? This is the maybe the third time we've done this today. I use StreamYard and... Um, it didn't work out and then i have this program for skype and it stopped working and now we're on zoom and it's gonna work it seems to be working ladies and gents charlie robinson greetings and blessings brother we we appreciate your presence here what's up man beep beep i'm the road runner i'm ready <laughs> let's do it drop some acme bricks on you the That's ones right. unless they're, unless they're being used in ottawa now. <laughs> you know, Maybe, they've, right, they've, right. they've relocated them from uh, Minneapolis to Ottawa. Yeah, to Ottawa, right? I'm, I'm sure George, George Soros had nothing to do with that. No, but no, um, right, nothing, no, nothing, at all. nothing at all. Um, you know, it's 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 a very interesting time, and uh, in in our last recording, and I'm going to try to rehash some of it uh, just because I thought it was good. Um, you know, we were talking about pushing forward and 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 setting. I mean, like, uh, you, you, we don't want to act. Or how was it? We don't want to um, not do something because we didn't try, right? It was like, and, and uh, you, you alluded to it and, and it, it, it applied to me and, and my current situation and in podcasting and everything else, like I want to do everything, find every avenue I possibly could in order to be successful at what I'm doing or, or try to reach my goal. Like when I look back, whether I reach my goal or not, I don't want to say I should have done that or I could have done this. You just say I did all of those things and there's zero regrets. I did those things. I may not have reached the amount of people I wanted to reach. I may not have done what I was, what I set out to do. And that's disappointing. I get it. But I'm, I'm going to look back and say, damn, I tried. I really did. And I know you feel the same way. And uh, with all the work you do, sir, go ahead. Well, there's a lot of things in this world that are out of our control. 
obviously we we it it always has been but especially over the last two years it seems like increasingly more and more things are beyond our control but our effort is within our control we might not reach everyone that we want to we may not put out the perfect podcast or whatever but but we're gonna if we keep pushing and we keep trying and we keep working and we keep talking to people and i I write books i do podcasts too so i i'm gonna try and get get to people every avenue I can. Right. And I don't have an unrealistic expectation that I'm going to fix the world or anything like that, but I'm going to, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to try with the people that I can impact directly. And then hopefully those people, hopefully that, that group will grow, but, but, but hopefully those people then talk about the things that, that we're talking about and spread them to their friends and family, because it's, it's super important right now. If I feel like it's all hands on deck and, and, and I, you know, I, I can't live with myself if we wind up in some global enslavement hellscape right. and I'm thinking I could have done more. Right. You know, I, yeah. I just, it, it, if my words weren't right, if my reach wasn't good, if my message was crummy or what, okay. But it's not going to be for a lack of effort. It's not right. going to be because I just said, eh, I'm, I'm, I want to, you know, I want to go watch Darcy and Stacey. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to go watch Real Housewives. Or, you know what I mean? I'm not, you know, it's, gonna, it's not going to be because of that. Right, right, right. I'm going to give it a shot because I feel like it's really important. It's, it's, no, it's such a crucial time. And it like what, the most, we, right? what, what we've been seeing over the, over the last couple of years is, is, is uh, you know, we've been talking about this stuff for a while. We've been yeah. thinking about it for probably even longer. Right. And 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 now it feel it feels like all of that was like a dress rehearsal for where we are now. Right. And, and 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 when you when you come into this this whole virus situation, and we were getting ourselves ready for this over right. the past couple of years, we just didn't know it. We didn't, we didn't realize that this information we were compiling the topics we were talking about, it was all going to come to a head starting in 2020 and that it was going to be a battle and right. it was going to be an information war. And it's funny as, as much, you know, as much grief as people give Alex Jones, he was right about that, about naming that info. Wars. info wars, right? That's what this is. It has turned into an information war and, and, and information is valuable. And information is dangerous, as we see with the, the trying to deplatform Joe Rogan and all of these people. So we're in a real interesting time where it's our information against their information. And right. I'll take our information any day of the week. Well, th- their information is fully compromised. They, you know, th- this is the thing about it, Charlie, right? They, they look at us and they point at us and they say, look at those people. They're freaking crazy. They're, they're crazy conspiracy theorists. Look at what they're talking about. Then they turn around and push crazy conspiracy theories, right? <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know, whether it's whether it's um coming from the right or from the left, whether it's CNN, Fox, OAN, like it, it doesn't matter. MSNBC, mm-hmm. it's bullshit. It's just bullshit from the other side. It's just it's a it. different flavor, right? It's a different flavor of, of crap. Um, yeah. either way, it's, it's you know you're not supposed to eat that. You know, <laughs> it's and and it and it's it's like this. Um, right. you know, when you're t- when like computer programmers talk about programming. They say, right. you know, when it comes to coding and it comes to data mining and everything, they say garbage in, garbage out. Right. right? So, and, and, and so what, and same with our bodies, garbage in, you put garbage in, you're going to have bad results. But if you put garbage information in your head, you're going to get garbage thoughts 
And that's why these people are acting the way they are. And that's why they're calling us conspiracy that they have poor nutritional, like if the information that was coming from the nightly news had a nutritional label on it, like the way your can of corn does, you would be, you would say, though this news is delicious and tasty, it's filled with all this crap. It's filled with all this poison. It's filled with all this garbage. I don't want to eat that. I don't want to put that into my brain. So, so we're having to kind of, uh, we're having to fight multiple fires (laughs) on this, but, but part of it in this information war is to try and get to people and say, listen, the, the relationship that you have with your mainstream media is, is corrupted. Right. They don't like you. They hate you. They're trying to sell you on a narrative and fill your brains with information that is incorrect. Right. And when you, and and when you don't know that you just make the assumption, Oh, well, it's gotta be good information. And so then you hear our information and by comparison, our information sounds insane because they're, because the mainstream media got to them first. They didn't get to them with better information. They just got to them first. Right. And for people that are trying to make sense of it, they gave them a, a story. Oh, bat virus and blah, blah, blah. And people go, okay, fine, bat virus. Now I know what I'm working with. But they only believe that because that story was first. If that story was coming now, if the mainstream media now was like, we have a big announcement. It turns out that COVID came from a bat in a wet market. Everyone would be like, get the fuck out of here with that <laughs> stupid story. But because it was first, people are like, Oh, totally reasonable. Bat from a bat from a wet market. Yeah, 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 yeah. It makes sense, you know. Right. So we're having to retrain people and 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 kind of force them to reevaluate their relationship with news. And that's tough for a lot of people. They're detoxing yeah, out yeah. of it. No, I understand. I understand. And and um because largely of the information that came out of the mainstream, which they are contradicting right now. You know, talking about how how the vax is, you know, the most, uh, you know, the best way we have to fight this and everybody has to get it. If you don't get it, you're going to die. Right. Then, you know, a couple months later, the head of Pfizer comes out and he says, well, you know, uh, you know, if, if you get one vaccine and the second vaccine, you know, you, you're not really protected. Actually, there might be zero protection. He said little to no protection, Charlie. This is what the man said. Okay. And, uh, and then he goes, if you get boosted, it may provide some type of protection, some reasonable protection. Uh, I, I don't know. That, 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 that's literally what's up. And then they, and then he, he put a copyright claim on and said, and tried to pull that video off the internet. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. After, after he said that and everyone's like too late, internet is forever. We're going to keep reposting this all over the place. But yeah, they, they tried to take that video down. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Game. Oh, Why? really? Really? Why would his so, dumbass say it? Think of the mental gymnastics you have to perform here in order to have two sales pitches going on at the same time. You right. have you have a sales pitch that is everybody needs to take the two vaccines. You're going to die if you don't. Then the second sales pitch is now that you've taken the two vaccines, they don't work really well. <laughs> You're going to need the booster. Right. So to that first batch, they're not supposed to hear that second sales pitch. They're right. not, they're not there yet. Yeah. But, but if they do, they'll go, wait, you're, you're telling me if I don't take these first two shots that I'm going to die. But how come your message to the other people is that the first two shots don't work? Don't work. <laughs> so which is it? Am I going to die or they don't work? Right. 
Right. Am I going to believe the guy that has a financial interest in this, who's the CEO of Pfizer, a corporation that has paid the largest fine in the history of the United States for committing fraud? Right. A convicted felon. Yuck. All of the pharmaceutical companies, every one of them convicted in courts of laws of felonies, including price fixing, bribery, fraud, market manipulation, all kinds of things. They're criminals. So. No, no, they, 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 in in my estimation, they definitely are. And, and uh, they are complicit in, uh, in the bullying of the American people and the people around the world to have to do something that they don't want to do to have put, to put something in their bodies that they don't want, you know, and, um, they're actively pushing this, you know, they're, 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 uh, Pfizer in particular is making deals with countries. If you want to even call it that right. They're making, <laughs> you could call it a deal or you could call it freaking, uh, what is it? Um, uh, ransom. I, I don't know. You, you, you pick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice flower shop you have here. It'd be a shame if something bad happened. Right, right. You know, literally. Sort of stuff. They're, yeah. ma- they're mafiosa tactics. Yes, these guys yeah. are freaking oh, gangsters. And we're not going to tell you what's in them for 75 right. years. No, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, that's normal. It, this whole thing is ridiculous, but it, it leads me to, to a, a different point, right? Um, of course, it's related. And uh, we've spoken about it several times. All right. And, uh, and I still don't know what the fuck is going on. Right. I, I want to try to flesh it out here a little bit, or at least introduce the, introduce the idea to the listeners, you know, um, and I want you to keep an open mind about this. Like, I, I don't know exactly where this leads or what's going on, but I do want to introduce the point. And we talked about it a little bit with Mark from Houston Tonic Live, but we'll do it in a different, a different way here. So right now it's the mainstream media. Right. And, and they got to these people first. Right. Like you said, I like I, I like the way you put that. It's the mainstream media completely doing a, a, a you know, just just changing it. It's completely changed the narrative on people and said, wait, uh, it, it, this doesn't work. <laughs> you know, sorry. Um, not only does it does not only does it not work, but, um, you know, you might get myocarditis. Uh, people are dying left and right. You know, um, Johnson and Johnson will give you a blood clot, you know? Um, so, um, yeah, you could die. It's very possible, but it's still the best protection. And then they go, well, it doesn't work, but it's still the best protection. Right. You know, so, so they're giving you like, it's the 1984 double speak. So it looks like, um, in so, like in Britain, it's totally came, it totally came down the narrative, right? In Denmark, there's a thing, it's, it's coming down. In some places of the United States, people are giving enough pushback that things are changing. Here in New York, it's still a prison, but um, there's, there's a resistance here, you know? So I believe some of that to be organic, but uh, how much of it is coming from the mainstream? Like, why are they giving uh, people that they had convinced why are they giving them the other side of the narrative? And you look at the spars document and, and, and the way that went down. Tell me something. Tell me something. That's I where I was going to go with it. Yep. Absolutely. Me you mentioned spars. Right. And for those that are un, unfamiliar with spars, it's a fictional scenario. It was uh, written in 2017. It was simulating an event, an outbreak in 20, from 2025 to 2028, the outbreak of a, coronavirus that was going to sweep the nation and cause all these problems. And what it was, was it was a a joint venture between Johns Hopkins Medical Center, once again, involved in event 201 
involved in the Guatemala syphilis experiment. Definitely a deep state operation there. You've got them in conjunction with the mainstream media. And what they did is they got these groups together um, and they said, how will we, let's talk about in the event of this, of a, of this outbreak, fictional right. outbreak, what's the messaging going to be between the medical industry and the media? How are we going to keep the messaging going? Are we how are we going to coordinate? What are the hurdles going to be? And so they do this simulation. They 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 run this this fictional game and and they throw these variables in there. And it's fake, right? It's not a real thing. It's about something that isn't actually real. Except right. the problem is it's pretty accurate. <laughs> and uh, it gives you a lot of a lot of places to go is this fake or is this right. a script? You know, things like they've got the fictional rapper BZ in this and he's going hashtag vaccines work and yo, 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 get your rat, you know, get your vax on and all this right. stuff. And then you go and you see the run DMC cartoons and you right. see the ludicrous back that vax up. And then you see the hashtag vaccines work under all this and you go, wait a second. Right. That's a little coincidental. And it goes <laughs> on and on and on and on. But if you take that, timeline of 2025 to 2028 and you move it and you overlay it over 2020 or early late 2019 and you drop it on us and you say how does it how do things match up here as far as timing goes right what you get is a scenario where in this fictional document they rush out the vaccine untested emergency use authorization all the things they did right and the wheels fall off, right? The messaging comes out and they start using all these tactics and all the same things that we saw, the really weird stuff, um, the celebrity endorsements, the political endorsements, the, the getting your shots on camera and all that stuff. All that's in the documentation. So it's right. all in this fake document. Yeah. But then the vaccines roll out at a specific time. And then it takes about nine months after that be, before the vaccine-related the vaccine caused injuries start to become obvious and that time frame is now right that's now right in the fictional event where we're going if this timeline timeline in reality matches up to the timeline in the fake spars document where we're headed is that pretty soon the head of the CDC and the fictional Fauci character and yes there's a character just like Fauci they are removed from duty the celebrities that were pushing this are shunned from society the wheels fall off of the narrative right so in that document this happens right you know so here we go i'm just watching so it, so you ask is it, is it organic this pivot by the media it's never organic. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, mistakes were made and yes, the wheels have fallen off the narrative and a lot of people had figured it out, but they're on some sort of script. Yeah. And we're at the point in the script where they pivot in the script and now it's going to happen in real life. It's happening in real life. So people right. are going, what is all of this? This is wild. Are they giving up on this? These people aren't giving up on this. I assure right. you that they're not giving up on it. The, it's just moving into a new phase. Right. And so that's kind of where we are. That's, and, and, and to be clear, in the fictional SPARS pandemic document, like everybody gets mad cow disease, a spongification of the brain. 
Mm. because the vaccine was created, rushed to market, built off of the base of a bovine vaccine. Right. Cows. Because they need to jumpstart this thing and make it really quick. So they use this pre-existing bovine vaccine and take the, you know, and obviously I'm not a virologist, so I'm not, I don't understand the, the, right. the, the details of this, but they, they take that as the base layer and build off of that to make it faster. Right. And right. when doing so, the side effect that people get is mad cow disease. So right. I'm not saying that people are going to get mad cow disease in this particular instance, because I don't think that this vaccine was piggybacked off of a bovine vaccine, but it, but it doesn't really matter because what does matter is that the side effects become undeniable right. by the government. Even the government says, you know, these people start to form in this document and they start to sue the government and the government says, you can't sue us. You can't sue the manufacturers. But what we'll do is we've got this other agency and you can sue that agency and we'll put money in that agency. And so the people just sue that agency and then that agency runs out of money and then they start threatening the government and the government says, we'll put more money in the agency. But they never talk about fixing anything. They right. just talk about payoffs for people that have been damaged by this. And the damage in it is massive, it's catastrophic. And so if we, if we have, uh, you know, if, if this is our version of a crystal ball to see where these people are going and then then we're in for a rough ride in terms of vaccine injury. No, uh, I, I I hope that part of the of the document we don't get to see. I hope so too, man. <laughs> I, I've never wanted to be. I'm not saying. By the way, I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm just right. saying that in the document it says it's going to happen, and I and I'm with you. I hope the document is wrong. Right. I don't want people to be. I mean, we, you and I, we know how we feel about the vaccine. We're not interested in it. Right. But I'm not. I'm not like mad at the people that took it right. and I don't wish death on them. They seem right, to wish not. it on us, which is kind of some an of them. Thing. Do. Some of you them know. do, man. Some of them are very vindictive. I don't want that. I want everyone to be safe and healthy and not sick from this, you know, you know, but, but if it does happen, I also want people to recognize that this isn't just some, some accident. It's not, you know, when you see soccer players dropping dead on, on the fields, everyone's going, I wonder what it could be. Do you really wonder what it could be? Right. Or do you just, do you know what it is? I mean, right. we know what it is, right? Right. Right. No, I, I mean, um, it's funny how the people that want everybody vaccinated to save lives want people that are unvaccinated to die. You know, I'm like, it, it just doesn't make any sense, right? But there's a lot of, I, I do want to make a point. Like if you turn on CNN, that's what you're going to hear. You're going to hear these unvaccinated people are destroying society. These, these unvaccinated people are the reason why, you know, um, all these restrictions are still in place and it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated, according to Joe Biden and CNN and Don Lemon and all these people, right? So um, if you turn that on, you're, you, that's what you're going to see. But there are other people out here, and I can, I can tell you from personal experience that there are tons of people out here that have taken this thing and are not happy about taking it, right? Yeah. And there are tons of people that took it and expected to be well. And they came down with all types of shit. And they came down with COVID-19. You know, whatever strain, whatever they came down with it, they got super sick. And they're like, what the hell? You know, why, why am I getting this? I thought I was protected. And they do say, then there, there are the people that the mind control has gotten uh, the most that say, well, it could have been worse. I could have been dead. 
Of course, they have no way of actually knowing that. But uh, they're like, yeah, I could have been dead because I, you know, thank you, thank, thankfully I took this vaccine and now I'm good. I'm, I'm, it was tough, but now I'm fine. And, you know, um, there is a level of resistance out here from people who are, who are already vaccinated um, and uh, people that are vaccinated that stand by the unvaccinated and their right to be unvaccinated. And I think it's underreported and it's underreported for a reason. You know, they don't, oh, yeah. they don't want that out there. Of course it's unity. It brings people together. God forbid. Can't have that. Right. You can't, you can't have that. So, I mean, <laughs> if they start reporting stuff like that, like, I, I, I don't know what, what I would do if I start seeing those reports, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. I'm lost. I'm like, I'm done. I have no idea what's going on here. But <clears throat> it does concern me that uh, the script is being followed so closely. I hope they deviate from it. But it's still concerning that it's, it, so much of it uh, became reality up to this point where the narrative seems to be coming down. You know, Neil Young uh, pulled all his stuff from Spotify, and most people looking at, are looking at him like he's an idiot. You know, like, right. what, what, what is wrong with you? You know, um. Uh, you know, if, if you turn on CNN again and they'll demonize Eric Clapton, but in other places, Eric Clapton is the dude, right, for doing what he did. People are like, wow, you know. Um, they are presenting two narratives, and I believe they're controlling both of them because the mainstream media is completely and totally controlled. Yep. Nothing that gets on the mainstream media is there by mistake. It is approved before it gets there. Two narratives, both of them are controlled, I know you don't have the answer to this, Charlie, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Why do you think this is happening? Well, you know, they, they, they keep, if for the same reason that we have Republicans and Democrats, mm. if you've got two sides, you can keep them in these fake battles and keep right. everybody distracted and, and, and thinking about this. Mm. There, there's, a, there's another segment of the population that's right. angry about this too. Those are the people that, have that took the vaccine Right. against their will, maybe even against their better judgment, because they felt coerced into doing it for their job. Right. Because the Biden administration told them that OSHA was going to make it happen. Then their employer said they were going to fire him. And then the Supreme Court threw that out. And then the employer goes, well, I guess I can't make you do it. So it's not going to be mandatory. And those people go, I got this because you said I wasn't going to keep my job right. because of this. Right. Now they're angry for a for a very different reason. Right. They right, feel right. like they've been duped. They feel like they were lied to by the president. They feel like they were lied to by the media, which of course they are by both. Um, they hate their boss now. Their boss, I mean, and, and the bosses too. The bosses, depending on how you come at this, the bosses can be like, I'm I'm we're just trying to keep our business. I don't I don't accept that excuse, but of course, but 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 I but I know that they're ma they're making that. Oh, we're right. just trying to do, you know, we're hey, you think we want to do this? I mean, they're gonna shut us down if we're this is a this is a fascinating time. Like if this wasn't so damn serious, it would be fascinating to just watch like the psychological manipulation that's going. They're they're gonna study this time, Billy Ray, for 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 decades right. to come. Right. The tactics that were used, the psychological trauma, the mind control of the media, the fear and panic, the you know, look again. I'm not a virologist. None of most of us aren't. Most of us don't know the ins and outs of that. <laughs> right, right. So we have to, on some level, sort of defer to the experts on some things. 
you know, I defer to the expert mechanic when it comes to fixing my car. I just don't know what's going on. And you hope that the guy's not ripping you off, but you know, there's that possibility because you're in a disadvantage because you don't know what that guy knows and you don't see what that guy sees. So you just go, I, if you say that my transmission is busted, I mean, what am I going to do? Am I going to get in there? So I have to kind of assume. So are you going to, are you going to get ripped off from your mechanic from time to time? Probably. If you have, right. if you have the wrong mechanic, you will. <laughs> And, and I would suggest that the Anthony Fauci's of the world are the wrong mechanics. They're the guys that come in and say, you need a whole new engine. Right. Because they profit from this. Right. And it's difficult for people to, to see that because most people are good and most people are, would never do that to somebody else. And so they just don't assume, they don't, they don't even, their mind doesn't let them go to a place that, hey, maybe these people aren't telling us the truth. Maybe there's an ulterior motive. So, so we're now in this weird world, like you said, where we've, the, the media is allowing like simultaneous narratives going off right? and, and uh, of, of some people, you know, but, but, but what it does accomplish, like you said, is it keeps everybody divided. And right. that ultimately is the goal is if you can keep people divided and, and, and ideally for them, divide them into smaller and smaller and smaller groups, right. you can, uh, you can keep them from coming together in unity and recognizing what's who the real problem is. Like if we had like a magic potion where we could get everybody to come together just for a little bit and focus on, on one problem and one problem only the predator class, these people that are running this world, if we could collectively come together, you know, like the Canadian truckers and focus on these people, what, what we will find is that they are the source of most of our anxiety, our fear, our sadness, our battles with one another. It's because of them. Like uh, we, we can go back to fighting with the blue haired libtards later <laughs> that we have nothing in common with. But right. if we all just collectively, and I, and I know this is like a pipe dream, but, but if we were all to collectively come together and focus on the people at the top, something tells me that after we sorted them out, our problems with the blue haired people and everything, it, it just really wouldn't be that big of a deal. Like yeah, it, would, it, would go we away. it would go away pretty fast, but, but the media fuels that. Right. The media is, is, is intent on keeping us into smaller and smaller groups. And that's a tactic. And it's, a, it's a brilliant tactic. It's worked. It's worked a long time. It, yeah. They will continue to do that. They'll continue to look to divide us and say, those people over there are dangerous. Those people are domestic terrorists. Right. They have domestic terrorist type thoughts, you know, like Ivermectin. Right. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> but, but it does. And you're like, this doesn't even make any sense. And it's like making sense is not a prerequisite no. in any of this. That is not required. Right. In fact, the less it makes sense, the more effective, the better. It, right. it gets people really pissed off. So, <laughs> so we're in this, we're in this feedback loop of tension and fear and chaos that's caused by the media. Right. And people go turn on the television to try and make sense of all of this. And who do they look for for the answers? The media, the same right. organization that is creating all of this in- insanity. So, so if we, it, you know, we're we're at a good spot actually, or we're at an interesting spot mm-hmm. because where we are from here, we can go a lot. Of, we can go a couple different directions. I mean, it's it's we're either going to become digitally enslaved forever by these maniacs, or we're going to break this system in half, and it's yeah. never going to work again. So. 
important time for people to be awake. I think like, like your audience and my audience, we've got like, we've got, you know, the people that are listening to these shows, they could listen to anything and they choose these shows because they're typically smart people. Yeah. Inquisitive people. They want to know what's going, they may, may not have any sort of expectation of figuring it all out, Right. they're trying to put these pieces together and we don't have all the answers and we don't know where all the pieces fit, but it's a collaborative effort. Right. And so we need them. We need the listeners that are figuring this out. You know, I get emails all the time from people. Check out this article. Do you know about this guy? You know, what about, so we're looking, we're thinking, and that's a really, really good sign. So I'm optimistic. I mean, I'm cautious, cautiously optimistic about this, but I'm optimistic because I feel like there is a huge group of people that are done and they're waking up to this and they're never going to go back to sleep. And so much like, you know, you, you and I have talked uh, at length about 9-11 right. and what that did to our generation of people. It you know, to a segment, it woke them up in a way that they'll never go back to sleep. And I think COVID has the ability to do the same thing to people that people are going to see this and they're going to say, there's something very wrong with this. The message doesn't make sense. The science doesn't make sense. The insane dictates don't make any sense. The incentivization programs like Krispy Kreme donuts and Talladega laps and all this stuff in order to get vaccines doesn't make sense. Maybe just maybe the whole thing is a gigantic show. And once you realize that, once you come out of that and you go, holy shit, if this is a lie, what else is a lie? Welcome to the party. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, uh, Very, very well put. Very well put. Couldn't have put it better myself. That's why I brought you on. Yeah, you could. You've been putting it like you've been putting it better than that for for many years, which is the which is the reason why you've got, you know, you've got the growth, you've got the audience that you have that have been with you for years because you're not you're not out there trying to bullshit people. We're not out. We don't have all the answers to this. We don't right. we don't have it all figured out. We don't. I wish right. I wish we did, but we don't. It's a work in progress. It's a gigantic jigsaw puzzle. And, and we're just, we're getting that, those corner pieces put in there. Right. It's starting to look a little bit more like, a, like, like it looks on the box. You right. know, we're getting right. it together, right. man. Once we get that, that, that enough of that picture together, it's over for these people. Yeah, man. I, 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 I agree with you. I think um, while, while sometimes I'm very, I'm very low, you know, on it, uh, you know, like uh, just in, with my expectations and, and my hopes, um, a lot of times, I mean, I know we're going to win. I just don't know when, you know, I, I don't know how soon, but, uh, but I feel very confident that all of this will, 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 will fall apart at some point, but we are at a dividing line. We are, we're about to hop over. If we, we may have already done it. I, I, I may, I may be underestimating this, but we, we may have already crossed the point where we are completely and totally uh, digital slaves. Like you mentioned earlier. You know, um, that's very possible. That doesn't mean the slaves can't come up and uh, tear down the system anyway. And, uh, and you know, like, like Charlie was, was uh, alluding to, like uh, not even alluding to, he was saying, you know, so many of you are so smart, right? And, um, and the hopes of broadcasts like this is that maybe it implants a seed and then you do something greater, you know, like, like, like really like nonviolent, you know, but, but, something that that will bring down the system and maybe somebody that's listening right now or somebody that listens to Charlie's podcast or or 
or Don or Tony or, or, you know, any, we can go on and on, keep listing, listing people that somebody that's listening might be the guy. He might be the Neo, right? Like uh, from the matrix. He might, he might be the one that brings all of it down, you know? And um, if we come together also, we may not need a one. It's us. We are the one right coming together, bringing all of this down. And, And once we do that, they know, they know it's a wrap. We'll be cool with the blue haired people. And, uh, and, you know, we'll have a good old time. <laughs> Listen, Charlie, man, I had a blast. What's up? I see you. You want to say something? Go ahead. No, oh, I, I think that there's, I think that there's more, you know, there's more of us than there are of them. Mm-hmm. We have to remember that we have the numbers we have. When we decide this ends, it ends. It's just about getting organized. It's about getting the message out there. So that's part of the reason why you get such a disjointed message is, is that you've, you've, they can't, you know, they can't allow us to figure this out because if, if we do, it's over for them and they have spent a long time, um, getting into this, but, 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 but this, this article that I read earlier today by Brandon Smith talks about how the globalists are no good at it. Like that we assume that they are 10, they, they're, they're 10 steps ahead. But what he was saying was, you know, just remember if you make a mistake in the second step, you're not going to get to the 10th step. So you do all this extra work in planning. You're planning 10 steps ahead, but you screw up the messaging on COVID and it doesn't get there. So he was saying, he was reminding the viewer or the reader that these people are not omnipotent. They're not perfect. They're not gods. They're humans. Right. They're psychopathic humans and they make a lot of mistakes and they're not very creative and they're not as smart as they think they are. So when, when, and, and, and he advised us, and I think he's right to do this to avoid building them up to, you know, putting pedestals and things like that, because when you do that, it gives everybody else sort of the impression that they're above us or that, that, that we can't topple them. That is that is not the message that we need. We need to, uh, we need to recognize that these people make a lot of mistakes and we capitalize on it, you know? So, so you and I are sports fans. We know what happens when somebody throws an interception, you know, it, the, the good coaches say, go for the throat, you know? So these guys are, these guys are fumbling the ball, right. throwing interceptions, whatever. When we get the ball back like this, march down the field and put one in the back of the end zone. Yeah, man. And, and uh, we will, we will, uh, get the ball back, you know, so, uh, we have to take advantage of it as much as possible while we can. And, and, you know, I made a, a conscious decision, even though I still say it sometimes for the sake of communication, but I made a conscious decision not to call them the elite anymore. I just call them the gangster class. They're gangsters. That's what they are. All of them. So they're the gangster class. And, and that's what I'm going with until I find a better term. If somebody has something better, I will, I will definitely adopt it. But right now they're the gangster class. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm going with. So I'm not calling them the elite because that automatically gives the perception that they are better than you because they're elites, right? That that, that means that we put them up on a pedestal. That they, something is different about them to the point that they are are so much better than us, right? And this is not the case, like Charlie said. But they would like to keep up that illusion. They would like to keep up the illusion, like like uh. Like Pharaoh said, he was a, def- a descendant from, from God, right? He, he was a representative of God on earth. The Pope, same thing. I am a, a direct representative, a direct link from God on earth. They're, they're just human. They go to the bathroom like you and I. They will die, you know, and, and they're corrupt and they make 
mistakes and they do bad things. Look what's going on with the Pope right now, right? Um, uh, uh, they're um, actively looking at uh, this, uh, what happened with some child molestation thing. You know, th these people do that stuff. And this is not, he's not a direct link from God. He's just some dude. Go ahead. But, but don't you see the, the similarities here mm -hmm. between the way the Pope is set up and I'm the only, I'm the conduit to God. You can't speak to God because you're just down there, you little people, but I right. do. So you right. can speak to me and I'll speak to God for you. Does right. that remind you of Fauci? You're too <laughs> dumb to understand the science. Yeah, I man. am the science. You talk to me, I'll talk to the science. Right, right. You know? And so it's got this sort of religious component of to course, it, where of there's course. somebody on high and they do the rituals with the masks and they do, you know, and they they do they purify themselves with a the Purell and they they do all these these sort of routines and rituals that are part of this religion of right. COVID, even with their own preacher, their their own popes, the Pope of COVID is is Anthony Fauci. Right. But when you start to dig into whether it's the Catholic Church or the or NIH, you start to realize, hang on a second. These people with the direct link to God, the communication right. link line, you know, the red telephone to God, <laughs> these guys are pathological liars. Right. And in the Pope's case, a bunch of pedophiles on right. top of that. Right. So it's like, wait a second. I just, I might not know exactly who God is speaking to, but I've got a pretty good idea that it wouldn't be that guy. Right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so, so, so we, we need to, it's, it's as human beings, there's something about our psychology. We get together in groups and somebody wants, somebody needs to lead the group. And unfortunately, a lot of times in our society, it's the people that are psychopathic that have that will and desire to manipulate and control people that they make themselves. They say, well, I'll, I'll lead the pack. And it's like, be very careful who's in charge of leading this because um, it might get you into a lot of trouble, be that the Pope or Anthony Fauci or somebody in your life. Right, right. So it was the former Pope, Pope Benedict. He was accused of inaction over child sexual abuse, you know, and uh, this goes very deep, you know. Um, this has been happening. It's, just, it's systematic in that area over there at, at, in, uh, in uh, the Vatican, the Holy See, the whole deal. And uh, the, the Fauci analogy is fantastic because that's what it is, right? He says, you know, you can't question me. I am, I, I am science, you know, and uh, I, I have a direct link to science and you don't know anything, but I do. So listen to me and me alone, ladies and gents, don't do that. Please don't listen to, uh, to Anthony Fauci. You guys already know what the hell am I doing? I'm over here talking to you guys like, like you guys are in, in first grade. You know the deal. It is the infinite fringe. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Mr. Charlie Robinson, tell the people where they can find you. You can find my podcast, Macroaggressions, wherever audio podcasts are served. You can find it in video format on Rockfin, Iconic, Odyssey, sometimes YouTube, and now Band.Video. And starting this week, we are going to, we're, we're hitting our 200th episode tomorrow Congrats, on Macroaggressions. Thank you so much. And we are kicking off and offering a third episode a week. It's going to be Flashback Friday. We're bringing back, we're rotating in uh some of the older episodes, uh, just random rotation uh, for the newer viewers or newer listeners. There's been so I've been fortunate enough and grateful to have the growth that I've had. And I realized that there's a lot of people that didn't hear some of the some of the earlier episodes. So we're going to we're going to run that on Friday so people can uh, can can trip out and flash back with us. Bring your own acid. We will not be provided. 
fantastic. Go, go over there and do it if you haven't already. I, I assume most of you are over there. Anyway, uh, don't burn the place down while I'm gone. Listen, take it easy. Thank you for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you, man. Uh, do your thing, and we will be back shortly. Charlie Robinson, thank you, buddy. Always a blast talking to you. Take it easy now. Bye-bye.